like to sit because I feel like it's more family vibes. And I feel yes. like leadership talks are like family are. meetings in the living room. Even if you're joining us online or if you're listening over podcasts, these are so, it's so cool that we do this. I feel like this is not normal. This is rare air, yeah. this atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've been going through, I guess you could call it a series of our leadership talks have been our 12 stones, yeah. which are just who we are as a yeah. church family. They have been so rich. So if you rich. haven't yeah. followed so along with them, this yeah. past week, our incredible Antigua pastors, Nate and Whitney Louder, yeah. Yeah. Oh, preached on We so Serve the Hurting. Yeah. No it has like marked my life. I yeah. keep going back and back and back to the notes. And so if you haven't caught up, please yeah. do it. Um, but I feel like it's only right to intro, we love people, which is one of my favorite stones of ours. I feel like it's only right to intro it by honoring the two people who I've never, ever, ever known. Two people who love more authentically, more genuinely, more wholeheartedly, more similarly to Jesus than our pastors. Um, I feel like I tell this story all the time, but it's because it literally changed my life. Um, also, this is a side note, this is not in my notes, but becoming a mom, all of a sudden you just cry every 45 seconds, yeah. happy tears. And so um, it's legal because I'm a mom, so That's just right. ride this roller coaster yes, with me, yes. friends. Um, but a little over six years ago, my husband Jansen, who I didn't even know at the time, was invited to be a plus one at a wedding. Shout out to Petra. I owe you forever. I'm in forever indebted to you for asking my husband to go to this wedding with you because he didn't really know anyone. Um, but at this wedding, he said yes, and at the reception, um, someone walked up to him and introduced themselves and said, Hi, I'm Earl. I just wanted to introduce myself. I don't know you. Tell me about your life. It's so nice to meet you. And invited him to church. And at the time, he was not a part of a church. He was not going to church. His friends were not going to church. Um, he would probably be in a lot of ways, I think he would say, unrecognizable to the man that we know now, which is the best man on the planet Earth. Um, but he was invited to church and he says time and time again that the reason why he said yes was because he felt loved. Um, and he said yes and it happened to be the very last Sunday in our town north building. Um, and he went to church and he met Alan and Rachel Tuttle and he met Eric Sewing and he met Tyler Scott and wow. he went because he felt loved and he stayed because he felt loved. Beautiful. And a few years later, Tyler Scott baptized him. And a few years oh, after that, God. our pastor Earl dedicated our child. And it's love that brought us here. And so it's a really, really big honor to be able to talk about how we love people because um, I feel like woven throughout scripture, there are a lot of topics that are up for interpretation. There are a lot of things in the Bible that require a lot of digging in order to comprehend. Um, but the topic of love, the fact that God loves us, the fact that we were commanded to love people, and even the definition and description of what love looks like is so glaringly clear in Scripture. It's so obvious. God does not make us have to wonder what it looks like to love people. He, um, he leaves nothing up for interpretation. It is so clear um, that we were called to love. And Romans 13, 8, I'm going to kind of fire through some of these scriptures, but we're not going to camp on these. But Romans 8, 13, 8 says, Don't run up debts except for the huge debt of love that you owe each other. When you love others, you complete what the law has been after all along. John 13, 34 says, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. 1 John 4, 8 says, Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Wow. 1 Peter 4, 8 says, Above all, love each other deeply and well because love covers over a multitude of sins. Wow. Um, but the one that I want to camp out in is one that I feel like every single person knows. It's the 
scripture. It's the verses that are read at weddings. It's read at, I was going to say funerals, but I don't know if it's read at funerals. Maybe a couple, maybe a couple. But I feel like everybody knows this passage of scripture. It's in 1 Corinthians 13. Um, and we've been reading through 1 Corinthians as a church, and I feel like it's one of the most, like it, it, there's something for everyone. Yeah. There's yeah. something for leaders. There's something for people who are just discovering what it looks like to so walk with Jesus. Yeah. And so if you haven't been reading along, it's not too late. Um, jump yes, in because so it's good. really, really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to read in the Passion Translation because um, I love words, and I love using words passionately. <laughs> so it's really beautiful in all of the translations, but this is the Passion And it says, If I were to speak with eloquence in earth's many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels, yet I didn't express myself with love, my words would be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing more than a clanging cymbal. And if I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, and if I possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith on earth that could literally move mountains, but have never learned to love, then I am nothing. And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything that I own to feed the poor and to offer my entire body to be burned as a martyr without the pure motive of love, I would gain absolutely nothing of value. So it's clear that we were called to love. He makes that abundantly clear. But I love because then he basically gives us this description. It's kind of like a job profile. Like, you know, whenever you're applying for a job and these are like the requirements, this is basically, this is what it means to live that out. And it says, love is large and incredibly patient. Mm. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor does it selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Mm. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter for people, for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. Love never stops loving. So I feel like we could end there, but um, I felt prompted to, instead of reading it as love, fill in the blank, I wanted to challenge myself and really take kind of like a scriptural selfie, I guess, and see if I felt like these things rang true for myself. Um, And so instead of saying love, I said I. I am incredibly patient. So I already failed. (laughs) So, so, yeah. So, no, no, it's it's really humbling. It's not like, um, it's not encouraging yet, but I promise we'll get there. I promise we'll get there. Um, I am incredibly patient, no. Um, I'm gentle and consistently kind to all. I refuse to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. I do not brag about one's achievements, nor do I inflate my own importance. I do not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor do I selfishly seek my own honor. I am not easily irritated or quick to take offense. I joyfully celebrate honesty and I find no delight in what is wrong. I am a safe place of shelter for people, and I never stop believing the best for others. I never take failure as defeat, for I never give up. I never stop loving. So that's humbling. That's really, really humbling. But whenever I did that, I thought back to something that our pastor shared this past Sunday. If you're listening on the podcast and you want to know what that was, it was part two of our relationship series. It's been so rich, so profound, life-changing. You don't have to be married or dating someone for this to impact you. Um, But it's just been incredible. And our pastors said something um, when reading a similar passage that felt kind of convicting. And they said, is this written because it's meant to make us feel ashamed 
or like we were automatically set up to fail, or is this written to draw us close to the heart of Jesus and make us just desperate for him? And so from there, I felt prompted to read it as a prayer, like it's the cry of my heart. Um, And so instead of love, instead of I, I prayed it saying, God, help me too. And so um, I feel like this whole thing is, it's elementary, but it's fundamental. It's so fundamental to what we're called to do. Um, because our pastors live this out better than anyone that I've ever known. And it's why I have my child. (laughs) Like I think about, it's literally, it's why I'm here. It's why my life looks the way that it does is because they've obeyed the command to love. And they daily surrender to walk this out. And so I'm actually gonna ask that we all close our eyes. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. (laughs) Um, Keep your eyes on the road, but the message will still be the same. But God, this is the cry of our heart. God, help us to be incredibly patient. Beautiful. Help us to be gentle and consistently kind to all. God, please help us to refuse to be jealous yeah. when blessing comes to someone else. Help us to never brag about our own achievements nor inflate our own importance. Yeah. God, would you help us not to traffic in shame and disrespect yeah. nor selfishly seek our own honor? It's the cry of our heart that we would not be easily irritated or quick to take offense. God, we pray that we would joyfully celebrate honesty, that we would find no delight in what is wrong. God, I pray that we would all be a safe place of shelter for people, that we would never stop believing the best for others. God, I pray that we would never take failure as defeat, that we would never give up, and that the cry of our heart is that we would never stop loving. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That's all I got.